Good evening, gents, and welcome back to the Sport Project podcast. Now, we're a little bit short on team members today, but welcome back to the deck, boys. We've made it one week together. Carlo, Chris, thanks for joining us. Renee, guys, how are you? Carlos, yeah, oh, we are short Sasha. Mm. He was in Melbourne ah. last night. Which I'm pretty upset about because he comes up with so many great sports uh, ex- exposés and stories and facts, right? <laughs> and, and, and one or two not-so-factual comments too. Right? Mm. He doesn't really doesn't let a lie get in the way of a story. So yeah, is, well, I mean, nothing good. came about. Sam Burgess coming back and what was the other one he came up with? Oh, he, he, I, I, I don't quite remember. But <laughs> well, he if you did miss in, out, all you have to do is check though. us out on all of the podcasts. We're on all the major podcasting platforms at the moment and, of course, at the sportproject.net. That website actually has a video if you want to actually see what we actually look like and what we get up to in some of these podcasts because we are Zooming from Melbourne and down in Wollongong and Sydney for me and normally it's uh, the Gold Coast for Sash but he's currently shining his white sneakers as we speak. We cover everything from racing, AFL, boxing, um, and, well, we just go off on plenty of tangents. It's like your, your mate sitting around a pub or the, the sporting banter that you have in all your WhatsApp chats. So it's plenty to happen. Basically, just grab yourself a beer, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. And we're going to kick it off with one of the sports that, well, kind of wet our taste buds to start off with when this COVID hit. It is the one and only golf, Chris. Oh, Isn't it? And it's back. It's coming back. 11th of June, PGA restarts. Now again, it's going to be a it's going to be a similar situation. There won't be any any fans and anything else there. Um, But it's it's just great to finally have it back. You know, a lot of the players have been doing some great stuff while the golf has been off. While they're not playing in any tournaments, they've had some great long drives and they've had some great competitions and they've raised a lot of money for um, COVID nineteen sufferers and. And of course, with the US in the state that it's in right now, mm. they need all the help that they can get. But yeah, 11th of June, it's back and it's the, it's, it's the Corn Ferry competition. Now, corn Ferry? It, yeah, Corn Ferry. It's at CPC Sawgrass, so okay. beautiful course, great location. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but it nice. has Have you played been. it, Chris? Pardon? Have you played it? I haven't. No, mm. no, no. On the Only on a Nintendo back. Wii. <laughs> right there. That counts, man. PlayStation <laughs> 4, we've done it. Shot. Shot real low, real low. I reckon Carlo low. would play that and he'd still have to drop his dax because he didn't hit it past the, the chick's tee. <laughs> and I'll try and throw the ball. And it's still cheap. He would. He would yeah. still definitely cheat. Hey, is I the mean, sawgrass the one with the special 18th? Yeah. The 18th there's, there's, the sawgrass. There's, there's, there's a few. Where, where it's a par three over the water. Is that, is that the one? I'm not quite yeah. sure. Okay, quite obviously not. Around. It's another Good story morning. from Carlo yeah. and Sam Burgess yeah. is coming back this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tom's re-signed, George is playing, and Luke's going to play it, come back as well. Why yeah. not? We'll get them all back playing. But no, it's and Ellery uh, Onley's coming back. <laughs> him and Chariots of Fire are both going to play. But it's, um, no, it's, it's not been without, without any scrutiny either. The, you know, the, the famous VJ Singh has been slammed in the media by some fellow professionals for he was registered to play in this second-tier tournament. Now, it's, it's known as a second-tier tournament, but it's really progressive for a lot of players that are trying to earn the points to get their PGA Tour card. So the young lads that are coming through, the, and, right. and, and, and at this time especially, will generally need the money, need the points, need everything that they get. So uh, Brady Schnell was very outspoken at the fact that he thought Vijay Singh, and he named him, he said, you're a piece of trash, and also I called him a that. complete turd. Oh, I've never wow. heard anyone wow. call the turd for ages. I really miss it. I think you should bring that one <laughs> bring back. Bring it back. Carlo, retro, turd. retro the Retro the nicknames. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, he later on erased the tweets and he's apologised for them since, but it, it was very outspoken in the fact that he thought Vijay Singh was very out of order for entering this, this competition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, he's number four on the highest earning list. He's, he's earned over his career about $120 million from golf tournaments. And, and, and he doesn't need, um, he's exempt from losing his PGA Tour card because he's won um, 20 tournaments or more. So he's got a PGA Tour card for life now because of that. But- when you, when you say he doesn't need it, that's need it because he's obviously got the standing, he can play whenever he wants, but he kind of needs it from a point of it's kind of match fitness to a degree, isn't it? Like you yeah. want to be playing, you want to be getting involved in the golf course. So I, I sort of, yeah. if I was I'll him, look- I'd be like, fucking, I'm playing golf. Yeah. 100%, 100%. I want to get, he wants to get back playing. And you know what? He's not getting any younger, so he's probably going to want to play as many tournaments as he can. Now, Phil Mickelson came out and stood up for him. He said, look, he's, he's earned his right to play whatever yeah. tournament he wants. And they have bad blood. They've never seen eye to eye. So for Mickelson to come out and say that was, was quite a big thing. Yeah. So, so uh, speaking it from a point of view, so Vijay Singh takes the place in order to play in the tournament, it takes the place of someone. So therefore, someone lesser has to drop out and can't can't play in the tournament. Is that is that the issue? But no, I don't necessarily think that's the issue. I think what's more the issue here is the fact that he's a very good chance of winning it and gaining major points and major money. And do you know what I mean? Ah, right. Okay. When, so when taking away sh- potential the earning capacitor. Okay. Yeah, and and it's and there's a point system to earn your PGA Tour card. So you've got to win certain amounts of tournaments to gain your PGA Tour yeah, card. Or yeah, yeah. or or finishing a point scoring system, um, and he's taking that away now. Like we say, he's get, he's not getting younger. He's, uh, he wants to play in tournaments. He hasn't played throughout this whole COVID nineteen thing in competitive tournament. Um, but since the outlet, the since like the splash out from Brady Schnell, he's now withdrawn. He's not going to play in it regardless now anyway. So yeah, he's so toys and going home. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, nice. yeah. So it's been it's, it's been a bit, bit of bit of scrutiny, but you know it's it's back. The, the 11th yeah. of June, we'll, we'll be kicking off again, and it's uh, it's so good to see it back. I've missed it. Well, it's, it kind of kept us afloat in the sense that obviously we saw Tiger Woods um, and the celeb NFL crossover with Mickelson and Tom Brady, mm. and who else was there? Sorry, I've gone completely blank. Oh, it was uh, Peyton Manning. That's Peyton right, Manning. Peyton Manning as well too. But out of that, there's been two new docos that have been thrown up in yeah. um, both players that played on it on the opposite sides yeah. of the fence, though, in both Tiger Woods and Tom Brady. Who out of those two do you want to see a doco more? Well, it has been confirmed that Tiger Woods will be the next doco. So the same thing as MJ's last dance. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods is um, a bit of a tell-all over his years. It's been three years to the day since his breakdown and his arrest and his, his, his prison issue and everything else. But um, he's is going to be the new doco now. A lot of people know that he wrote an autobiography. He's wrote the book. Mm. What's different than the doco than the book? Well, I'll tell you what's different. He's got people talking in the doco that refused to speak to the author of the book, but now they've come and they said, no, no, I'll say what I've wanted to say for years. So whether All it's good, birds. whether it's bad, whether the... Ed- <laughs> <laughs> All 12 mistresses. <laughs> what about there's nothing worse than a woman scorned, right? These women are just going to be like... Ah! Yeah, there's 694 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and the interview and the ex-wife. So this is basically going to be released on Pornhub, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It probably could be. It probably yeah. could I be, just want to see it, the ex-wife. The ex-wife taking the eye, the eye into his car. Yeah. That would oh, yeah. funny bit. That would, that, would have been, that would have been a bit insane. Was there ever any, any CCTV footage of that or was it just spoken about? 
I'm not quite sure. I've, I've never seen anything. In, I've, I've visualized it many times. I've, <laughs> Wait, no, I've, I've gone through it. I've, like, I've, I've thought, was it his favorite club? Was it his eight iron? Like, because he loves that club. I wonder if she really took that one. You know, took the piss properly. <laughs> went, there you go. You want your club? Here's your club. Right around your neck. But hey, what yeah, about yes. Tom Brady coming out as well too during the week? Because Sash brought it up last week about his Under Armour branding that he kept trying to push throughout this yeah. live golf tournament for charity and they split halfway through. Yeah. So yeah. no one's ever been able to pay out Tom Brady ever because he's just a freak athlete in every aspect and it just unleashed on him. So he finally put his, you know, the right foot forward and he's just like, well, at the end of the day, my pants were all about social distancing as well, so play on. <laughs> Good on his, his ass cheeks felt the same way. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, uh, but he was having an absolute shocker until the seventh hole. And he, and he lobbed it in from, what was it, about 120 yards shot. out. Yeah. What changed his but game he, or is that just, some... you know, that's just golf? Uh, I, no, it, I, I don't know. He just wasn't swinging the club as well as I, I know he can because I think he's an eight handicapper, so he's no fool. And Peyton Manning plays off six. So they, they're both incredibly, incredible golfers. They're very, very good in their own right. And he, he just wasn't feeling it. We, we saw the weather was a little bit to contend with. It did nothing but bucket down with rain. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, you, you, you throw enough shit on Tom Brady and a star like that will soon shine, and he did. It was funny that Tiger Woods did a, um, a rundown of his shot. I think it might have even been before this actual game. And he's, he goes, look, it's it's a shot that you want to fix. He goes, but at the same time, when he opens up, it's as if he's actually throwing the gridiron ball. Yeah. So at the moment you can't change it and it's working for him, obviously, on the back six. But um, it was quite interesting to see that breakdown. He just, like, slow-mo, talks through it. And he's like, mm. as you can see right now, a normal golfer would close the, the grip, I guess. And he sort of kept it open as if, yeah, he was 321, 321. I mean, there's a lot. There's so many sports people transition when they finish and go and play golf because it's something you can play for a long, long time. Mm. But you, you normally see the tennis players or the uh, cricketers generally with a hand-eye coordination and it's all about rolling over the, the wrist as you as you go through the ball so roll it rolling that wrist over so the tennis player's action and the cricketer's action is is kind of somewhat similar so they transition quite easily and quite that's well that's what i've been doing wrong yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell, going back to the doco though i'll tell you what would be interesting the, the obviously uh, Tom Brady was under is it the Brady Gate or Deflate Gate mm, when deflate uh, gate. he was letting yeah he was letting the ball down well he said allegedly. they were saying he let the ball allegedly he said let the ball down but it would be interesting to go deeper into that and, and seeing from another point of view uh, people try to discuss uh, and mm. uh, and getting their views on it I think that'd be very interesting in that documentary because it's it, mm. it, he was basically the poster boy wasn't he and it kind yeah. of. It, it kind of tarnished his reputation for a number of years. You, you just That'd hope that you just hope in edit that they just you know that they, they allow it. If you're going to yeah, do a documentary, go, yeah. allow it. You know you don't want to put any stoppages on what's really happened or put this in without this. You know you want everything, and you yeah, want in depth yeah, detail. Now, MJ's I thought was was phenomenal. I'm I'm about to start watching that again for the yeah. second time. Did you go I, back I was, and you watch things that you missed? Hey, I was so sad when Did it you? ended. Well, like a, like a I'd lot, lost a liver. There's a lot of um, nasty people coming forward after that, though. Like I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm loving it at the moment. But the the worst one who's come come out of it is Horace Grant. Like he was, he was amazing. That Horace Grant, an amazing player, yeah. and went to the Houston Rockets and went had an amazing career after after the Bulls. But he's going half it was a load of bullshit. You know, half it wasn't mm. wasn't 
a real uh, aspect because there was loads of players that weren't interviewed. Uh, you know, Luke Longley, Australia's own, um, you know, just declined or refused. And everyone said, and I said, well, well he had beef with MJ. We don't know. Uh, but the fact of the matter is it's, it's a very interesting... Yeah, listen, it's got everyone talking. Mm. And maybe that was that was the part of it, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think you know, get people it, talking about MJ again. Now LeBron, LeBron's trying to take that crown off him. Um, it's it's just happened at the right time. Like MJ, yeah. he knows what he's doing. Very very smart marketing. Well, well, speculation is that's the reason it it was made in the first place because he wanted to put MJ wanted to put this to bed. He, he wanted people to know just how good in every single aspect of his game that he was, and how he carried teams and team members and improved players. Like out of sight, you know, he did it all by himself, and mm. it, it, it's wonderful to think. And, and we spoke about it last week how there wasn't any social media to really sell yourself, so he yeah. sold himself worldwide in the fact like, of his hold raw my beer. ability. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, yeah, there's this fucking this, 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 this. I'm this good, and you, and you'll see it because I'm this good, not because I tell you how good I am, or I've got 50 million followers. It's the kind of narcissism that you'll allow. <laughs> like yeah. you're kind of like, mm, I'll cop that. And you know, it's, it's like anything, you know, you, you, you see the big time boxers and, and, they, and they walk the walk and they talk mm-hmm. the talk, the Floyd Mayweathers of the world and, you know, all, all these, all the Prince Nazims and all the big time boxers. If they're talking the talk, but they walk the walk, you, you accept it because, yeah, you know what I mean? They're that good and they know they're that good. They have the right to be slightly obnoxious about the whole thing, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's, as long as they it, back it up. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got, and you've got Carlo talking about his golf game. Hey, well, while Amazing. we're on the subject of Carlo then, nice segue there, Chris. Um, happy birthday for yesterday, big man. Oh, thank you. Yes. Much 43. appreciated. Happy 43. birthday to you. Happy 43 birthday young to <laughs> another <laughs> Another lap know. around the sun and it's all down to experience, isn't it, I suppose. Is it? Uh, but yeah, it was a great day. <laughs> so what, hey, and so what did can you do? I add, I did nothing but all the boys in Melbourne went out for a beer for me, so much respect, lads. <laughs> I had a couple for you up here, if that helps. Yeah. Oh, thank I you, had, Renee. I had a whole anyway, Chris, no, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm how are you feeling, Chris? I feel terrible. Absolutely yeah. terrible. <laughs> this is probably not the freshest I've seen you, and we've had some big no. nights where you've been busted. And <laughs> I've been because I've not, I've not been drinking in quarantine. I was in quarantine. I keep I keep talking. I keep calling COVID quarantine. Like I've <laughs> I've got I've got it. Maybe I've got yeah. it. In jail. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, so since COVID, I, I haven't been drinking. So I went out and got, we went to a restaurant last night and had a bite to eat and then a couple of beers. And I got slightly excited at the fact that I was out. You know, and, and, can, and I, 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 I didn't have, I didn't have any baby vomit or shit on me. So it was like, it was, it was fresh. <laughs> I was good. I was, I was ready to go. And I launched and I launched. Except when out. you woke up, you had all the vomit back on you again, babe. Yeah, but it wasn't the babies yeah. this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I just ask though, in the first half an hour, how many beers did you have? I had about four. <laughs> but we were drinking pints as well. Uh, excitement levels were high. Mate, weird. You're just like that, wallop, wallop, wallop. Nah. Oh, brilliant. Excellent. Nah. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate that, that you all had a good time on my birthday. Yeah. Uh, but I stayed in. Well, well, people made the commitment to come down, Carlos, and, and, and sadly you didn't, so you missed out. But I had I'm a hairdressing appointment. Listen, I'm, I'm sure, look, I've just had my Virgin flight cancelled today for Queenstown. We do an annual Queenstown trip for That's the boys it. for Carlo's birthday. Aww. And of course, fuck you, COVID. We, uh, we, we can't go there. So no. You can't, I mean, but we can plan something actually, else coming up when we actually get released. 
And while yeah. I've got your attention, don't forget you can follow us on all the major podcasting platforms on Apple, on Spotify. Of course, check us out at thesportproject.net where you can watch this all on video or if you're listening to us on the Spotify at the moment. And, of course, we've had to change our Instagram, unfortunately, because we had a little bit of a hacking incident. Yeah, uh, so it is now Carol? at the Sport Project Podcast. And that's where you can check out all our latest stuff as well too. So we're going to start getting a little bit more active on that as well. Speaking of acting, there's been some movement in the racing stables, Chris. Oh, you better believe it. You better believe it. Peter Blunders. Yeah, yeah. Just, you've just got to call the man a genius. Is, yeah. Uh, New South Wales is, is opening the TABs again. So they get a lot of money that will be coming through there. It's opening the tracks to owners of horses racing on that day. This is going to start Saturday at, uh, up at Randwick. Now, you've got two options there as a horse owner. You can sit down, have a meal, and that entitles you to stay for, uh, for quite a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Or there's going to be designated areas at the track. So if you have a horse running in race four, you can enter the ground for race four. You watch your horse, you leave. Right. And then owners of the next races and the horses and, and blah, 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 they're coming on. But listen, it's a step in the right direction. It's, um, it's, it's an incredible thing that he's done. He's, uh, he's, he wears so many hats, that, that man. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's been an absolute credit. Yeah, yeah. So he's that's, I mean, that's up on there. And also as well, in New South Wales, because of the reopening of the tabs and the, and the, and the more money generating through the sport again now, then the prize money in New South Wales, as of mid-July, <laughs> will go back to as it was. As we know, the prize money was cut in half because they just couldn't fund it, no one, through the turnstiles. Yeah. Mm. But as of mid-July, that's, that's back to normal. Is that even without all the international horses sort of coming and playing? They're still, like, where are they getting all this money from if there's no, no one going through the gates and, and, yeah. and alike? Well, at the minute, it's only through, it's only through the TAB account, so, so right. the, the TAB outlets are opening up again. So it's only in New South Wales. And your Ladbrokes account. And <laughs> <laughs> That's basically funding the prize money. Sponsored yeah. by Sportsbet. Christopher Smith. I would, I would have sponsored the Melbourne Cup a few times. Without, without, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, but that, I mean, that's some good news that's coming out of racing in New South Wales. Racing has resumed in the UK. Um, and of course, there's a speculation and the talk that the Caulfield Cup will now be run after the Melbourne Cup. Now, trainers and owners have all put up a big stand and said, no, there's just no way you can do that. Because a lot of people use a Caulfield Cup, which is the week before the Melbourne Cup, and they see how their horses are going to track it. Some of them use it as um, a, a staple centre to, to where their horses will run in the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Uh, there's not many uh, horses that have won back-to-back, but there is, there is a, just a couple. And mm-hmm. so, so people are really, really against <clears throat> it. They're really against that idea. Now, also you've got to take into the fact that there's no international horses coming over this year. Yeah. So that gives a lot of Australian horses... Another great chance, and, and and let's be realistic. We've, we've got some incredible stayers. Australia is well renowned for breeding some great sprinters, and and the and the UK generally have a lot of great stayers, based on the fact that the races in uh, in the UK are a lot longer. longer. Yeah, um, but but there's still there's still a lot of depth in incredible stayers here in Australia. So um, does it mean there's hope for your horse, the Borno? Oh no, there's still no hope for that shit. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> It's a good no. way to waste money, that. No, he's um, he's a uh, he's, he's all right. He's been gelded. He's, so he's, oh, okay. He's so I was so, I used to be so dirty that I wasn't there that one day that you had the drink and all bought the horse. I was like, damn it. Yeah, now I'm kind of like, well, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it was a wonderful idea at the time, and, and he still <laughs> could be. No, he, he looks like he could be a bit of a, a, a above average. 
Every time I was there and there was a, a win that happened, it was a, just a round of Red Bull. No, was it Red Bull shots? No, no I'm sorry. Fireball. Um, fireball shots, my favourite. How did I forget yeah. that? Yeah. And then this one day Winston. you decide on a horse instead of fireballs. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, was, it hurts less, I think. Something kind of. so close together. I know. I, it, it really is ridiculous. But no, that, that's, that's racing up in a nutshell. And up in um, further north, up in Queensland, Eagle Farm, it's the Stradbroke this weekend. Now, the two favourites are Trekking and Dawn Passage, but the barrier draw has absolutely killed them. They're in barrier 23 and 24, or 22 and 23. So they're, they're, way, they're starting way out, and it's over over 1,400. Yeah. But here's what I will do for all of our 103 listeners. I will pens. tip you a horse called Exhilarates, all right? Okay. Exhilarates. I was really impressed with the way it ran at Doombin last start. It finished second, flashed home. Out of a nice barrier, if it gets a good track into the race, I reckon it'll be really strong in the finish. And it's currently paying $9. Ooh. It's your kind of odds then, go. Carlo. <laughs> I love them. If it wins, you're welcome. If it didn't, you don't need it from me. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Sweet. Do not rewind this chat. I'll have $2 on that. <laughs> Two buckaroonies. The AFL are kind of doing the same with the corporate and following suit with the racing because the Giants have basically put a call out to say, New South Wales government have opened it up that you're now allowed, allowed 50 people in restaurants as long as you book. So yep. why can't we then do the same with our corporates? And I mean, they're aiming to try and get about four, 350 in their corporates, but they'll obviously be separated per yep. area. But there's still a bit of a fight over it in, in terms of how it's going to work. But if they do that, that's going to make huge difference to all sports because they'll obviously be the front runner that goes ahead with it. I find it quite bizarre that with stadiums that big that they don't have... Um, the, and yeah, and, it, and it, I suppose it's yeah it's it's un, it's unfair on your um, your members and your diehards. Mm. But you know, to have a pecking order that goes in there, starting with of course your sponsors, your, elitism, your corporates, it? yeah, the, the ones that are going to pay you big money. Um, but to a, to a degree, they already have right. So these corporates have already sponsored the game, yeah. have already paid the money, and then they've lost their suites. Their you know the places that they bought for hospitality point of view to be able to build their business as well, and yeah, they've obviously all been big supporters of it. So I kind of do like I do see the elitism argument, but I also look at it and go, well, they've paid for it. How are these clubs going to be able yeah. to pay back all this money that's already been? spent i guess do you think this is just going to be a case of now that they'll have to move this forward to next year and just say mm. look you've paid us this year but it hasn't really happened although with it starting back up again it's going to be double up again yeah can't afford to chris they need the money they need the income mm. like a lot of people it's like the memberships we pay whatever it is ten dollars twenty dollars to become a membership of a club <laughs> what, are you just a one game say, member i don't know how much is it or you just get the hat and scarf ten dollars a membership are you cracking them is it? I thought it was a ten dollar membership. What? For the you get a badge for that, maybe. Min- uh, well, I'm, maybe, I'm a maybe member to, of Manchester United, mate. Maybe to the Wiggles. Every year. Mm. But what was that? What? No, my point is though, is that they're turning around and saying, "Listen, we'll give you the refund, or or you, we, you just make a donation." So, like, they need they need the money. They need to still operate, but. God knows if they. God knows if they'll. I, I, I can't see them saying, "Oh, we'll give you next year for free." I can't see that. No, no. Um, look, it's it's, it's really. Sad. I mean, do we just put this down to the case of twenty twenty has just been a pretty shit year for everything? You know, is is <laughs> it just a, a case yeah. of? Is it just a case of? Wow, I, I I saw, I saw a meme or a mem, however you say those things. Yeah, recently, I, 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 yeah, I don't know what they're called, but I saw. <laughs> 
But I saw one recently which made me thought, and it was just sat there laughing and it just read, um, I bet aliens are sat up there watching Earth going, this season is fucking lit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, oh, 100%. God, I, just had a, I, I have, I've had so many visuals in quarantine. Yeah. That was just one of them. No beers, just aliens. No. It's got, like, I kind of refer it to, you know that um, Anthony Joshua uppercut on Klitschko where it's that photo and his neck's just stretched out, like yeah. huge amounts? That's, the, 2020 is that uppercut to everyone. Like it's just and horrible. It's, and we're only halfway through it. I don't want to put a dampener on your year if it hasn't already been, but we're only halfway through it. It <laughs> could, feel like could only get better, right? Quick. I, feel, I feel as this year's gone quick, though, for some reason, even though it, it has been, um, you know, just throughout with mm. all the COVID stuff and the quarantine. It just feels like it's gone super quick. It yeah. feels like we're at June already. I was like, wow. We're su- I mean, we're super, we're super lucky we've had golf and golf courses open. Even you, the most you, you, powerful you only men got the, on it last week, though, didn't you? Even the, the most before. powerful men in the world, Donald Trump's been out playing as well. Did you see that? He got when out he last week. he turned the lights for, off and got out of his own bunker. He got out last week. he did something. We don't really try and cover politics on this show because none of us have any idea and we actually sound like dickheads when we do it. So we'll digress and move past that part. Oh, no, but, um, I'm right across it. Right you across are? It. Okay, yeah, go on yeah. then. No, no, no. please. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the right platform for that. This is when Sash needs to come in with that shit start. Like, Shut <laughs> up! Here's a story about a cricketer who got caught on heroin from India. <laughs> he wa- uh, get it more into you. <laughs> yeah, get it India, get around us, basically. <laughs> I, I miss it. Yeah. We miss the quips. We miss you, yeah, Sash, but he'll be back with us next Thanks, week. Um, we'll be back to our regular programming on Tuesday nights with The Sport Project. And, of course, you can find us on Instagram, The Sport Project Podcast, and on all the major podcast platforms. We hopefully uh, come into your ears on Tuesday nights, and that sounded really creepy. <laughs> I couldn't not say it. I was like, I've gone too far here. That's not as creepy as the shit you were saying before we press record. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> not hey, mate. Hey, I know how to use a microphone. <laughs> like an ice cream. It's just like an uh, ice cream. And th- th- these are personal. These are, yeah, these are, these are private jokes that no listeners will get, so I apologise yeah, for that. No, yeah, but as soon as I give that, yeah. that's enough of a visual, right? That'll, that'll do. <laughs> um, how good was it, though, this weekend? I think I watched almost every single game of footy and did not leave. It was just like, I don't care if anyone else in the house wants to watch anything else. Mm. This is going on at six o'clock on Thursday night and it's not turning off until Sunday. I even went out and bought a projector for our backyard <laughs> and on, for the manly game. <laughs> I'm not a nerd at oh, all. What, you, wait, what, do, what does anyone want? Ice cream? No, I love a projector. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll go and get one. <laughs> yeah, so we put like out. this big sheet up on our back fence and we had a big bonfire going and we like – Chicken wings, a whole kit caboodle, a couple oh. of red wines and some beers and watch it on the big screen. No, that's how ballers roll, Carlo. Oh. That's how ballers <laughs> do it uh-huh. properly. Min- no. I, I mean, it, it was absolutely incredible to see it back on TV. It really was. But, but, but again, that depends who you ask. If you ask yeah. me, I thought it was great. You asked Sarah, not so much. No. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, partner again. She enjoys, she enjoys sitting down and watching the odd game with me. She does enjoy the football, but I mean, three games on a Saturday, so she, she kind of draws a line there. <laughs> uh, Jamie's favourite word was, is another game on? <laughs> That's how you got a leave pass to go out last night, Chris. She's like, you know what, go, and I don't care when you come home. Normally it's like, be home by this time. She's like, your leash is cut, go forth. I don't want you anywhere near me, all football. Basically was, get out. Yeah. Was, it was some fantastic <laughs> games, some fantastic games. 
Yeah. I, I, was, oh, really I, was, say I was really impressed with... No, you go, go on, Carlo. No, you go. Okay. Um, I was just really <laughs> impressed with the fact that... <laughs> I was really impressed with the fact that... Um, it, it, it didn't look like they'd had any layoff at all. It came back as quick and as fast and as powerful as Almost ever. Almost quicker. If not better. Better, yeah. 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 I mean, so there was, was a few rule changes which have made the game a little bit faster, but, mm. yeah, it was the same. I was just like, these guys have only really trained together as a group for about two weeks. Like, that's the shortest preseason yeah. ever to get used to each other. The Dragons obviously didn't work for them, but... And they've, they've all just but, been on the piss while they've been off. It's been great. I don't know mm. how they do it. See, it, it works. Yeah, it's, well, no, it works. Well, the, re- the reason back in the nineties still works now. The reason why, again, the speed or it looked a lot quicker as well was, like you said, Renee, with the, uh, the rule change about going from two refs to one ref. Could that have had an effect? I think I thought it was an amazing effect. Mm. But also the restart uh, around the play the ball infringements. You know, rather than stopping the game, kicking for a penalty, it just you just heard the little bell restart back to zero and away you went again and I, it just had such a such a small change which had a massive effect and it was entertaining you know like for years yeah. we've said the game's not entertaining it's lost its entertainment it's stop start in a game that's never meant to be like that and, and I think it's had an absolute positive result and I think it was interesting I w- and the games go quicker because there's ball there's ball in play mm. all the time so I just thought it was amazing and a few of the great heroes of the games Eels, Manley and Raiders all looking amazing but what about the Warriors you know they mm. put a massive effort in come over from NZ and they've basically put themselves in here for what a couple of months mm. but they with five minutes to go they were running at 100% completion rate until the last five minutes, and, and they still ended up being ninety six percent. I've never seen a hundred percent in all the times as, as a player and as a coach. Mm. I've never seen a hundred percent completion rate ever. Mm. So you got to take your hat off to them. With hands like yours, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> suck. Hands like feet, haven't you? I, I had a good chat with my old man about the the game on the weekend, and he sort of. He used to play. He played for Manly and Balmain and Roosters for a year that he tries to pretend never happened and played for Australia as well. And <laughs> he's he's been really hard. Like I've even tried to get him to come to the footy with me a couple of times. He's just not interested, not mm. really. He'll watch it every now and then, but it's just he's, he's like it's boring. It's, it's, you know, it's a game for the bigger boys now. And he played in the centres and, you know, he was 77 kilos as a, as a right centre at the time, which is just you know, Ground. a jersey size, <laughs> jersey weight at the moment. And because it's finally exciting. You got to see the playmakers. You got to see those, like, the smaller backs and completely changing the game. They were able to be creative with their plays and they had time to be able to do it and run around. They ran rigs around the, the, the older boys and it sort of has evened the game back out again. Mm. I mean, the, the, only, the only concern of coming back to the one referee system is the fact that the, the defences aren't consistently getting mm. back to 10 metres. And, you know, you're taking a lot of attacking play from the opposition then. Um, and, and there's and no that, crowd going, get them onside. Yeah. But what have you seen the crowd? People are paying $22 to have their 35. cardboard cut up. Is it 35 Yeah, 35 and a dollar goes to gotcha for life. Have you, have, you put, have you put your picture of yourself in the, in the crowd at, in Manly, have you? Yeah, absolutely. That was the first one, it? just doing these ones, bird gang. And that's and that's why you got the projector, <laughs> was it? So you could see yourself in the yeah, crowd. Yeah, so I was just like, guys, I just need you to look over here for five seconds. But there's, a, <laughs> there's, a, there's another, um, there's a, I'm, I, I can't, it, it escapes me, in one of the European soccer leagues, they've gone one further than that. And they've put enormous big screens up 
all the way down the touchline here, the touchline. So what you can do, you can bid and you can pay, uh, and your family can be the Zoom spectators. Oh, no way. So, wow. Yeah, so there's, so there's an enor- enormous screens all the way down both touchlines and behind the goals. And, and, you, and your family can zoom in and watch the game from, from the touchline. Jeez, that's, that's leaving idea. for some dangerous TV, right? When you're panning around. It's already bad enough at the moment. They're talking about the, the cardboard cutouts. People have paid for, like, there was a serial killer in the audience on the weekend. Harold and Chipman. there was some other really random stuff as well, too. And So, I mean, you can pay to put any image in there, which is really bad. Imagine <coughs> when you're panning across and you're in people's lounge rooms or whatever they're zooming from. I know Carlo's one lounge room I would never want to see inside on a live footy match. You... You don't know what's happening in there, right? Like, <laughs> you, you can't pan hey, off that quick what, enough. I tell you oh. what, yeah, w- w- there was a picture. Well, there's been a massive investigation actually because Harold Chipman, who's a serial killer, they, they on your lounge there's room. A picture of, there's a no, no. Hold not, Jamie. Remember, remember when someone did that with Donald Trump before he was president? Oh, or did he just get into presidency? They um. They said to they, they sent out this heartfelt tweet or message to him, asking him if he could repost the picture of um, her her father. I think it was. It's recently passed away, but it would have been his oh. his birthday and his mum and dad's birthday. And for some reason, it pulled on his heartstrings, and he did. He he retweeted it, and it turns out it was husband and wife serial killers. And like it was someone just winding him up, and and he, and he and he took <laughs> and he the worked. bait and he re, and he reposted it. May, uh, may you rest in peace or have a great day you, you wonderful people <laughs> oh, and his husband and wife serial killers it's, it reminds me of, it reminds me of that Irish radio station that said uh, uh, I, oh we had a tweet from this guy uh, in County Kildare he said Jimmy Jimmy Savile wasn't too bad to me he fixed it for me to, <laughs> to, to milk a cow blindfolded to milk a cow blindfolded <laughs> You're going to have to fill me and probably our 102 uh, listeners in on what that was because so, that joke so went Jim, above my head. Yeah, so oh, Jimmy yeah, Savile yeah. was a post... Well, he passed away and he's a massive celebrity, did a lot of work for kids, but after he passed away, he, he, everyone came out and he was a, a serial uh, paedophile. Uh-huh. So oh. it, was, it was... Honestly, it was, yeah, it was really bad. So they, yes, a radio station got stitched up and just said uh, someone... I don't think Jimmy Savile's that bad. He uh, he fixed it for me. <laughs> he fixed it for me to to milk a cow blindfolded. Anyway, the next the the next uh, segment was. Uh, I'm apolo- We apologise because uh, we we got we, we got pranked. <laughs> Jesus, it's good. I I heard I heard a joke today, and I found it really funny. I want to. No, I mean it's totally off topic again, which is something I like doing when I'm going <coughs> to hangover. And, uh, uh, so there's a there's an American guy, and he goes over to Ireland. And while he's in Ireland, he wants to play some golf. So he goes down to um, the local course. And he says, look, he says, I want to I play some golf. He said, but I'm a handy golfer, so I want to play with someone that's, that's up to my standard. And someone said, yeah, well, yeah, put him with Paddy O'Carroll. Paddy O'Carroll. He says, so, yeah. He said, cool. So he gives him Paddy O'Carroll's phone number. Paddy O'Carroll says, um, he calls him up on the phone. He says, yeah, sure. He said, I'll play with you. He said, I'll see you at nine o'clock in the morning, but I might be half an hour late. Nine o'clock the next morning comes. Paddy turns up with his golf clubs, his left-handed golf clubs, and he uh, and he wipes the floor. He wipes the floor with this American man. The American guy is really upset about this. So he says, "Paddy said, can I have a rematch?" He says, "Yeah, of course you can." He says, "I'll see you tomorrow at nine a.m." He said, "But I might be half an hour late." Anyway, nine o'clock comes round and Paddy rocks up. He's got right-handed golf clubs, and he goes, "Ah, this is where I get him. I take his money off him," and he beats the American guy again. 
And the American guy says, I've got to play you again. He says, all right, I'll see you tomorrow, nine o'clock, but I might be half an hour late. And he says, Paddy, I've just got to ask you this question. He says, you turn up with left-handed clubs and beat me. You turn up with right-handed clubs and beat me. He says, how do you do that? And he says, and, and how do you decide which ones you play with? You, you're equally as good. He says, ah, well, I'll tell you. He says, I wake up in the morning and I look at my wife. And if she's laying on her left-hand side, then I, I, I take my left-handed clubs. And if she's on her right-hand side, then I take my right-handed clubs. The American says, well, well, what if she's on her back? He says, well, then I'll be half an hour late. I enjoyed that far too much. <laughs> can we cut that out? Honestly, yeah. can we cut it out? Well, it's, it's, it's close to four minutes of your life, you'll never get back. <laughs> I, I, well I had to stop myself laughing when I got to the punchline because I knew it was coming and I didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> That's when you know you're hungover and you've really enjoyed the joke as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. My, my oh. jokes are really short. It's like, what did uh, Sushi A say to Sushi B? What's up, B? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can cut that one out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That one's gone. <laughs> hey, we've got a big lineup of, uh, of footy happening this week. Anyway, it's kicking off on Thursday night with the Broncos versus the Roosters, then Panthers into the Warriors. And finally, the third game on Friday night is a Storm versus Bunnies, which will be an absolute cracker. The game that they're touting as the 76 grand final replay as well too or the 70s rivalry that happened between these two teams is the Eels and Manly. Then into Cowboys and Sharks on Saturday. We'll call them the Canberra Radios. I feel like that needs to stick instead of the Raiders against the Knights on Sunday and then finishing up with the Titans, West Tigers and the bottom feeders in the Bulldogs and the Dragons. Where is your money at this week, boys? My goodness. Um, Carlo, take us off. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that you're right. I think the cracking game <clears throat> will be the para versus manly one. I think it's uh, two sides who, who are on form. Raiders and Knights will be another cracker. But what what concerns me there is that the Knights. Uh, I, I don't know if you're watching the game. Very early in the game, Mitchell Pearce got heavily concussed. It was mm, a real sickening head head on hip, and he was gone. But he's been named in the mm. side, so yeah. I don't know what's going to happen there because I don't. I, I don't you know, I just don't think he'll be ready, ready to come back. But again, the uh, the, the dragons and the bulldogs—they they cannot go any worse. To be totally honest, mm. watching the dragons is probably—it it was like it was like putting my knuckles on uh, cheese graters. Honestly, it was it was awful to watch, and I feel for them because you know they are a very honourable side and a very with steeped mm. in massive history. But I'm telling you what, it, Corey Norman and Ben Hunt. Just felt like they they just didn't even know each other. It, it was that it looked bad. Like the whole so, team didn't know each other. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, mistake ridden, like basic mistakes. It was it was awful to watch, awful to watch. When you see such a high standard uh, that Eels and, and Manly have provided, and then you mm. look at the you know the Broncos, they've got a bit of an excuse. You know the Broncos weren't great, but they've got over two million dollars of, of 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 salary cap player on the sideline injured. They they're using all their squad in order to get through the game. So you can kind of go, okay, we can understand that. Hmm. But the but the Dragons are just absolutely woeful and awful. I think they're going to have a very, very hard next six six weeks. And to be honest, I think Mary McGregor might not see the six weeks. I hope he does hmm. uh, because no one deserves to lose the job, but it's going to be a tough one. 
I was super impressed when uh, the way the Raiders picked the Storm apart. Uh, mm. I thought they just outsmarted them in every single way, shape, and form. And uh, mm. I wasn't quite. I wasn't. I wasn't not expecting it, but I wasn't expecting it to be uh, such a one-sided affair in my eyes. And I, th- mm. I thought the score could have been even higher. Mm. And probably should have been. Now, Storm weren't firing as well as we know they can. And I, and I say this with love and affection. They are my team. But I just thought the Raiders were absolutely phenomenal and just really kind of opened my eyes to the fact that they, this, could, this could be their year again. You know, they, could, they, they could be really, really be a force to reckon with. George I had Raiders as my as the ones holding the trophy at the end of the season. You do, George yeah. Williams. Yeah. I couldn't argue George with that. George Williams. Williams. Oh, what, what a what a what an import he's been. Mm. I, had a, I had a chat with Billy Slater after it, and I said, "Oh, I said, I said, Slats, you might be pulling your boots back out the way that's just gone there." And he says, "Yeah." He says, "Mate." He says, um, "Storm weren't great, but take nothing away from the Raiders." He, he, he seconded that opinion, and I said, "What did you think of the Englishman that came?" He said, "I, I knew nothing about him." coming into this he said i've never seen him play up until tonight in his head but he's phenomenal if he can continue that kind of form he's going to be really really well respected in this league i think it was brilliant i think you hit the nail on the head there consistency yeah you know it's great doing it for one game but the nrl you to be a good player you've got to be consistently awesome uh, and I think uh, one of the one of the bit worst news that's probably come out is we di- we discussed it last week is about John Bateman. Now there's mm. been a lot of rumours now of him going uh, even quitting the NRL. You know, he's got a ten year old daughter back in the UK, and uh, apparently there's there's a lot of talk. I don't know how true it is, and maybe again it's the old uh, agent thing getting around. But uh, they're saying that he could be after this season uh, leaving to go back to to the UK Super League with Wigan. I hope he doesn't because I think he's been mm. outstanding. Um, and he's I'd just like, gelled I'd like with the team down there with a well. couple of expats, a couple of English expats yeah. down there making Elliot up ground. Whitehead. Whitehead and Josh bre- They breed them well over there, hey, lads? Hmm? They breed them well over there, hey? Yeah, they're, yeah they're a couple of them. Yeah, Not all of them. A couple of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a couple of hacks. I had quite a few good English imports and... I mean, that was uh, so the storm take on the bunnies, obviously, this week. And but it's, it's, it's two teams that need to bounce back mm. and get a good win because they was they were totally dominated by the roosters yeah. as well. So, so can I, I thought, can I ask I you thought, one question for both of you? You both played the game, I unfortunately never got to play it. But these teams only came together two weeks beforehand, obviously, they had a, a little bit at the start of the season. So no, hardly any contact whatsoever. They've now moved into the season where, it, you know, high contact's coming back. Like some of those hits, I don't know whether because the crowd noise was fake and not really there, they were hard hits. There have been some big cracks that have sort of been happening there as well. Injury-wise, for, for them to not have been conditioned to this sort of higher quality, to now have to maintain that for the next couple of weeks, is, is there any sort of downfall or, or question marks over how – detrimental that's going to be to the playing group yeah it's a cracking question that i think so what happens in rugby league especially when it's contact that you have bone density increases to to be able to take the contact so it takes time like you you do your running which is a one part of it but again the next part of it is actually uh, contact so contact increases the bone density so you you know you're expecting less injuries so for that break um, and then obviously they have to go into contact it's a you don't know the next couple of weeks, um, you know, could bring some some injuries because of the lack of contact that they've had. Mm. So, so it, it depends, really. So it depends how the recovery is and, and how they deal with it. But um, it's a very good question, that, and only time will tell. I mean, 
I understand bone density can come and go, but what's the time frame? Have they been off that long for the bone density to deteriorate? Or if it does it's come close and go... close to three months, isn't it? Be, it? Yeah, <coughs> I, I know, yeah. but that, that's only like an off-season. And there's not necessarily much contact happens in an off-season. Yeah, either. but that'd be like play. me going into a... a to straight away start sparring now when I haven't done anything for a couple of weeks. That would knock mm. me around, something chronic. Like the, the contact, the whiplash, you know, the strengths in with you know, like your neck muscles, that goes pretty quick. And that's not mm. something that you can go and get a weight on and, and get yeah, it back. Yeah, that, yeah. that whiplash, that quick hit, that, that's the difference. Yeah, that, that would be. But bone density, I imagine, would be a, a fair bit longer, a longer process. Yeah, yeah to, to come in and out. And, and maybe, you know, when the NRL came back on, maybe that was my surprise. I expected it to be somewhat sloppy because of that. Yeah. I expected it to be an excuse. But it was none of that. Yeah, it I really expected it to be a lot really less cohesion like, than St. George were, the, were that team. But uh, Yeah, yeah. But, but, but I, I, I sat down and, and was thoroughly entertained. And mm. Oof, weren't they good? What about oh. the question that came out today and they asked um, Jake Traborovic, who was better at it, Tedesco and Tommy, and he actually turned around and said, I back uh, Tommy. Uh, no, not Tommy. He backed Tedesco as the greatest fullback for New South Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine you going home I, and having that chat with your brother around the table. I think they seem kind of level-headed, honest, genuine boys, them two. Oh, they are. I, I, they're, I think, they're epic. I, I, think, I think Tommy might agree with that himself. Do you know, he's, he's, he's got an incredible amount of potential and mm. I, I was gobsmacked when I heard the announcer say he was only 23 years old. Well, I, it I seems like he's been around say. forever. Yeah. I think, he's, he, I, think, I, think he's, I think he's two years off his prime, yeah. 100%, like, you know, I yeah. Even, I don't maybe, think he's maybe four. Prime, yeah. Maybe four years off, do you know what I mean? And he's the same, get, and the same for Tedder. Well, yeah. What age is he? Uh, he's not so far, though. I think he's about 24, 25. You're Tedder, kidding. Uh, You'd well, be worried about Italian Tommy lad. if it was still playing the same footy as <laughs> Italian Stallions, as as the last couple of years where it's been those big hits and the smaller blokes have been knocked around. Like he was getting quite a few injuries, but now with the new rule changes, refereeing and whatnot, it's become the little man's game. And he's not little by any sense. He's six foot four or something. Um, that's a lie. That's a Sam Burgess lie. Uh, <laughs> so what we're told, we'll call Porky. We'll go with from it. Now on. We'll go with it. Don't worry. Yeah, about yeah. It. Go with it. Run with it. Just be confident with it. He's Callow, eight for eight. Callow, didn't you coach Teddy? At one yeah. Point? yeah. So why don't you know? Why don't you know that he's twenty-seven? Uh, you just, you <laughs> just see you, you just constantly don't making really go shit up. Asking him. Don't uh, well, I said twenty-five, so it was two years. Two years. Google out. doesn't lie, mate. That's Wikipedia right. doesn't um, lie. Teddy, Teddy, I love the fact that I'm keeping him young. <laughs> I love it. But well, yeah, I mean, like but, you say, he's at the moment he's in his prime. Where you've got uh, Turbo, Turbo, Turbo's got a lot. Like he's. Not even had the growth pattern yet, really. You know. Well, no, because he's only seven foot two injuries. now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you if you look at the injury he had last year, and again, do you remember English when he first came on? There was a there was a lot just holding him back. He was ready to play first grade the season before he actually played, but they were just holding him back because they just felt like his frame was too uh, brittle in order to to take the contact. And again, I think in a way that they're try they're doing the same with Turbo, but. He's he's just too good. Yeah. He's just too skillful. Mm. But I mean, he it, could he could be a five eight as well. Very at, easily. At twenty three, you wonder what. Yeah, so some of his ball handling skills, setting up a try in the, in the game just gone was was phenomenal. You know, his his choice of passing, he's, he picks his passes really well. Yeah. You know, you saw you saw him double pump, pretending to throw the long ball, hit the short ball, gap running, and, and and away they go. You know, it's 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 wonderful when you got a fullback that can do that. Hey, speaking of Teddy. And to sort of, because we're going too serious, I reckon. Has anyone been looking at the, the rugby league trip club? The what? 
<laughs> I don't know what that is. So you know when the American athletes turn up to their games, it's like their drip and it's just like their Versace suits and their mad style and mad swag. Do you know what I'm talking about there? I, I, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. Drip. So rugby league, the, the NRL players have started doing it and it's Friday Drip Club because they have to rock up in the daggy trackies and, and all player suits on game day. The boys are now saying on Friday when you turn up to training, you've got to turn up in your finest swag. And bloke, uh, bloke in a bar, he's been sort of sending it around a fair bit. But the boys, and it's like there's literally a photographer waiting for them. They're doing the mad, like, you know, check their cufflinks, pop their collar as they're walking. It's it's wanky as hell. But there's actually some super swag like coming it. out. And Teddy's actually one of the well-dressed players in there. But thoughts oh, on geez. players going on to this fashion. I mean, they're obviously just trying to zhuzh it up in, in when we're in COVID. But thoughts, boys, yeah. thoughts. Is it is it like is it like a like a, a serious outfit or like a pest oh, yeah. outfit? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 you're well, saying like they're, they're, actually, they're actually trying to dress well. They're not trying to take the piss. Oh and no 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 dress no, no, like no, no. Yeah, it's Loose proper. Dealer. Like absolute but proper. It's it's pretty hard. I, obviously, I made the transition from rugby lead into fashion and and, and modelling and things like yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to ask you, mate. Yeah. So it's 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 pretty daunting. You should be asking you, me, really. Because. Whoa, 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 whoa. No. <laughs> <laughs> laughing a joke. Yeah. Laughing a joke for the end, Doug. For the end. <laughs> um, so what? We're, I, it's it's really hard because if you imagine a, a lot of what you've got to wear six times a week, and then on game day you, you wear your training gear, your track suits, your trainers, your boots, all that yeah. get given to you for free by by these professional clubs, right? And then when you turn up to a game on a Sunday or a Friday night, whenever it may be, you wear their suit, you wear their track suit, again given to you for free. So the thought for having to do it all for yourself and put colour combinations and patterns together and yeah, everything yeah. doesn't necessarily come easily to many people. Okay, so we're going through the oh, drip no, it's club. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, okay. I think I can swipe. Oh, not wrong way. Is that, is, is, that a, is that an Instagram yeah. account? Swipe yeah, so right. Swipe right. That way. So <laughs> we've got that? Alex Glenn looking super suave, leather bag. Uh, we've got the button up tucked into, I don't know, chinos. Mm. Um, mm. These guys with the masks. I think they're oh, the Penrith boys. Awesome. So do yourself a favour if you're listening. Um, so this is literally, as I said, it's like a photog just follows all these lads on a Friday and just takes all these photos of them. Oh, there you go. That's a bit up yeah. close, turtleneck, turtleneck, turtleneck. That was Teddy there, I think. Yeah, that was right. a turtleneck. So, that, yeah, you've got uh, the man himself from Bloke in the Bar. So do yourself a favour. Uh, it's another great podcast which is out on the network. If you already don't listen to him, he does some great interviews uh, there as well too, <laughs> but it's it's become this mad banter between all the clubs, so it's sort of created a little bit of off-field rivalry. And Smithy, I think it's time we start doing a, a podcast trip club. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Got nothing else to do in quarantine, have we? Exactly I'm right. Not, I'm not drinking again. That's for sure. It's <laughs> such a pussy. I've given that away till Saturday. Hey, uh, there's only little bits of pieces happening in the combat and boxing world at the moment, but. You'll both be very excited to hear Mike Tyson is going to be making an announcement this week on who he's fighting. And his comments have been, you will not believe the names that have been thrown around and that are actually looking to confirm as well too. So I don't know about you, but I'm pretty excited to see this happen. I, I can't wait. Whoever he fights, I, I who just do you want think to see is? him. Well, he said it's bigger than Evander Holyfield, so I'm sensing it's not Evander Holyfield. And I don't Lennox know how you Lewis. could get bigger than that. Yeah. Someone with two Lennox ears. Lewis. Really? Nah. 
Nah. Have we seen any training videos nah. of him? Should we just try and yeah, look but, him up? But he's he's always been under the radar. I mean, I reckon right. he could be. I think it's going to be Tito Ortiz. Is it Tito Ortiz? Well, that's who they were talking about last week no. when we did the show. So he was sort of throwing around. They've spoken about cage fighters. Um, but, yeah, he, Tyson's come out and he goes, I don't care, I'm doing it for charity. But on that, so he's doing it for charity. He, it's all going towards homeless and also people who are struggling with addiction and how to get back and turn their life around, which is obviously something he struggled with big time, um, survived yep. and came out the other end. Um, yep. But his wife is part of the business that is setting this up. So he won't profit from it because it's going to charity. But he said, he goes, she's going to make an absolute bucket load from it. All right. Yeah. Oh, well. yeah. So that's where, because I was just like, mm, come on. He's lost a fair bit of money along the way. There's mm. got to be some sort of underlying thing here. So obviously the, the missus made, is going to be picking up the bill at the at the uh, restaurants. Hasn't he made loads of money though in, in uh, the cannabis? He was one of the, he was right, one tell that me, got into junkie. He, and I, he got into he got into the ca- cannabis farms in a very very early Le- stage. Legal cannabis, he, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Legal cannabis. Medicinal, medical. No, and no, that, yeah, medicinal. He got into it very very early, and um, I yeah, apparently you're a bit makes sleepy a bucket tonight, on that. A bucket bong uh, or just cool. a bucket load of money. Well, I'm off to get some munchies. <laughs> No, there's a, it's, there's, a, there's a fair bit ramping up in the boxing world, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like people are getting closer to thinking that boxing's going to come back and they're talking speculation. They're again behind closed doors and pay-per-view. So the fighters are um, getting a bit mouthy again and no more so than um, King Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. He's an um, mm-hmm. in- incredible young fighter, fight, but he's calling them all out. His, uh, his, his most recent one is Javante Davis, Tank. Tank, Javante Tank Davis, he's, he's calling him out. And, you know, Tank is, again, two young, very incredible, different fighters. But, wow, I, I'd love, I, I would pay a lot to see that. Well, one that slipped under your radar as well, too, is two of the uh, young Aussie guys that are amazing athletes. They're probably two of my favourite fighters to watch is the Maloney brothers um, and Jason and Andrew. And they're absolutely freakish. They actually snuck out to Vegas when COVID sort of started. And they've been over in a fight camp over there for a couple of weeks. Um, I think it's Andrew will be fighting um, for the WBA super flyweight title. And that's against the American and his 12th rank, Joshua Franco. And it's happening at the MGM Grand on June 24th. So I don't know what they're doing in terms of crowds and whatnot. But his brother's also fighting at the MGMA, MGMA, MGM two days later against another opponent, um, I think it's a he's, oh, I think he was Cuban. I can't remember. I should probably know mm. that by now. But both amazing fighters, and again, they're putting the Australian fighters back on the on the map in that sense. Yeah, oh. I've been I've been I was we was talking about it earlier, but I've been watching a lot of um, reruns. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of reruns on, on KL Sports, and uh, Jeff Horn and Zarafa was number two. The second fight was was, was the most recent one, and that's um, if you want to get the boxing bug back. That, that's yeah, what you could just go back and do. rerun it. I, I can't wait for Jeff Horn. I can't wait for Jeff Horn and uh, Zoo fight. I, I think it's going to be a cracker that an Australian cracker. Mm. Yeah. No, I could. I could probably sleep through that one. I reckon. I'd, I'd love to see Tim Zoo. I just really? think. Yeah. I just. I don't think Horn's. Do you know? Do you know the one who I really, really want to see? Uh, there's, there's more talk that Lomachenko is going to fight Devin Haney as well. Oof. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot more talk that Oof. that's getting closer to being. That'd done. be gold. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm in for that one. 
Food for thought. Food for thought, and that's what we're going to leave you on, unless Carlo has the amazing segment which he finishes off and he's already shaking his head, which means he hasn't no. prepared the segment this week. You've got one job, Carlo. Well, I have, but, I, yeah. I was thinking of still doing the who, if, who, what. Yeah, well, well we're over it, so. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what I mean, everyone's over it. We actually left Sash to do it, and he's not here. So, boring. Mm. I thought it was pretty good. I had a really good joke for you, but I've already told it. I couldn't wait. Yeah, you already finished it. That was meant to come at the end of the show. Ah. Just like a typical bloke went early. All right, well, that is it on the sport project. Um, Like we said, we talk about all things racing, AFL, golf, the fight game, NRL, and then, of course, we go so far off left field that it just becomes stupid sometimes. But it's all the barroom chat that you have. It's all the stuff that you talk about, all your mates with all sport in WhatsApp groups, and we're going to bring it to you every week, potentially on Tuesday nights. But, again, Sasha sort of threw us off. There were some work uh, commitments this week, so we've fallen off, but we will be back And all I can say is see you (laughs) next Tuesday. (laughs) I might be half an hour late. (laughs) (laughs) Get off your back, Sarah. (laughs) 